Well, joining us right now is Dr. Sebastian Gorka. In terms of counterterror, he's one of the best in the country. He's briefing uh, everybody that's out there to keep us safe. Uh, he's a specialist in counterinsurgency and counterterrorism, and it's always great to talk to him and have him on. He is now uh, teaching a distinguished chair of, uh, of military theory at Marine Corps University. Uh, Dr. Gorka, welcome back. Oh, it's wonderful to be on your show, Brian. Thank you so much for inviting me. And for more, you can always go to the GorkaBriefing.com. Uh, first off, Sebastian, what's your reaction to the fact that John McCain just revealed through a series of questioning that we're not going to have any Persian, any ships in the Persian Gulf for a few months? Our Navy's gotten so down, uh, beaten down, we can't even rotate somebody in? That leaves us naked. We had 600 ships in the U.S. Navy under the Reagan administration. Right now, whatever service you look at, we are down to levels that in many cases reach World War I levels. We, we just have an administration that really doesn't get national security or isn't interested in it or allows ideology to get in the way, for example, with this deal with Iran. It, it's just nonsensical. You have a regime that for decades has been sponsoring terrorism, is responsible for the deaths of Marines, for our servicemen in theater, the Beirut bombing, and, and then we want to help them get nuclear power and potentially nuclear weapons. If you read this in a Tom Clancy novel, you would say this is beyond belief. This could never happen in real life. But right now, you look out the window, you look at the Middle East, it is happening today. Listen to McCain and uh, speaking today uh, on the, uh, to Admiral Richardson. Uh, on the Senate floor. Cut 34. I'm talking about a two-month gap in the short term. Yes, sir. That uh, gap uh, is a reflection of the, uh, the, the stra earlier strains on the force, long-term commitments. Yeah, but my question was, is that uh, going to in hinder our ability to carry out the needed operations in a region where obviously there's conflict taking place? Without that carrier, there will be a decrement in our capability there, yes, sir. Fantastic. Isn't that great? Uh, what, what a great message that is to make sure there's teeth in this Iranian deal to begin with and that we have Egypt's back, that we're going to look to resettle Syria, uh, Libya, and that uh, Assad's on the clock. Nice message. Who, who's going to stabilize the region, Brian? Who are we waiting to step into the vacuum? Is it, is it Vladimir Putin? Is it China? Who do we really think is going to pick up the slack? Because we know something bad is going to happen. We have the situation with Turkey. We have Iran. We have the Quds Force deploying assets into Iraq in the fight against ISIS. This, this, is, this, this is a world on fire, and we are getting less and less capabilities to influence it. It is. It, we are going in the opposite direction of what should be happening in terms of the threat to the region. But also, let's remember, all these things are linked to America. We have arrest upon arrest on U.S. soil of people who are energized, radicalized by ISIS, or who have sworn to ISIS. The FBI director has said there are ISIS investigations in all 50 states of the republic. So this, is, this isn't just about ships in the Gulf. This is about Americans on U.S. soil as well. Here's Loretta Lynch, the attorney general, on that very threat. Cut 33. 
ISIS might develop the capacity to do a cyber attack? Concern that ISIS or any of our foreign enemies might develop that capacity. That is the thing that keeps me and many of my colleagues in law enforcement up at night. Here, here's more from her on the scope of ISIS. She doesn't even know. Cut 32. It's as serious, if not more serious, a threat than al-Qaeda. It is a dangerous, high-tempo threat environment. And I think the fact that it is still new to us and we are still trying to determine really the scope of it does make it very, very dangerous. Dr. Dr. Gorka, is it new to you? <laughs> no, it's not new to me. I mean, if anybody's been alive and, and breathing in the last 14 years, you know, ISIS was al-Qaeda. It was al-Qaeda in Iraq. It was under Zarqawi. Remember Zarqawi? These guys didn't come out of nowhere. The thing is, we pulled our troops out. We pulled out our intelligence assets from the region. And as a result, they just made hay while the sun shines. Think about one metric. They have recruited 22,000 foreign fighters. That's not Iraqis and Syrians. That's just foreigners like Americans, Brits, and Germans. 22,000 in one year. That's stunning. And some of those people have American passports. And if they survive in theater and they come back home, you can bet they're not going to go back to being baristas at Starbucks. This is a real threat to America. <laughs> Very good example. Uh, Dr. Gorky, here's the average American saying, listen, the president's telling everybody it's not our worry. We're going to get our allies in the region to take ISIS out. After all, it's their problem. But as I watch a 44-year-old man in New York now accused of working with ISIS who is threatening to behead his daughter, as I, yeah, he was arrested yesterday. Now I hear about this Andrew Socolo, a 23-year-old son of a Boston police captain, allegedly plotting to set up a pressure cooker bomb at a local college campus. And, of course, what we found out about a guy looking to bring a backpack bomb to a beach party on July 4th, I'm looking at the FBI and I'm thinking, how long, How much longer can they continue to save our butts? Yeah, it's, it, the, 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 the situation is I, I work with these guys. I'm, I'm advising on these cases. I train the FBI agents. They get it. They understand this threat is imminent. And it's on our shores. But then we have an administration that holds, you know, it's, it's White House summit on countering violent extremism that says, oh, really, this is just lone wolves. It's not about ideology. They're disconnected. It's about lack of jobs, economic opportunity. It, it's, but the trouble is we have a fantasy world at the top, the people who really should be providing the strategy. And we have this giant disconnect with the people on the streets who are keeping us safe. That, that disconnect will only last so long until something very bad happens on U.S. soil. That's what I'm afraid of. And doesn't this pattern sound so familiar? You hear about bin Laden doing the coal and the embassies, and we know Black Hawk down in that scenario. But these were things, we gotta, we got to handle that. we got to handle that. Well, next thing you know, they, the, the plot that they have been planning for years, we have a transition in president, and he comes into something that we were not even talking about or debating about. And next thing you know, we have 9-11. Now we're about to see a president who wants to walk out of office and say bin Laden's dead. I even got Mullah Omar of tuberculosis, and I, and I kept us safe. But he's leaving a series of time bombs around the most volatile region in the world. To me, Dr. Gorker, and you're the expert, the only way to get a hold of this and reduce the threat is to eliminate the caliphate, make ISIS look less attractive to the average person around the world. Let them know that's the losing team. Right now, they believe it's the winning team. Yeah, right now, the reality is America has made itself 
the JV team. That's what the administration has succeeded in doing. And you're absolutely right. We have to take down the caliphate. They, they, ISIS is unique because unlike al-Qaeda, unlike everybody else, they managed after 90 years of absence of the empire, they managed to reestablish it. That's why they're recruiting in huge numbers. That's why we see the spike of attacks and plots in America. We have to prove that we are more powerful. Every day, this is a senior Marine general officer said this to me, every day a handful of jihadists still exist and control a territory they call the caliphate in America, whilst we, the world's only superpower, do nothing every day. That destroys our reputation, right. and we look bad. We look like the losers. Dr. Gorka, I want to let our listeners feel a little bit good about something. I mean, I've been very impressed with James Comey's public persona, and those arrests that I just went over are not easy. It takes investigation and manpower. You go inside these organizations. Do you? Where do you think that we're doing the best, and what do you think we need the most help with? Um, I have to say the best was uh, the, the Bureau's superb, uh, you know, everybody who's not a political appointee, but the really the, the most amazing case study in the last 14 years uh, was NYPD until Mayor de Blasio arrived. NYPD became from, from just a local police uh, unit to, to the most um, forward-thinking, aggressive uh, counterterrorism intelligence agency in the world, doing stuff that nobody else could do, keeping people in Manhattan safe. Uh, we need to have more NYPD-like tactics and strategies, not less of them, and ignore people like the Blasio. I know. And listen, where are we at now with the NSA? Where are we at now when it comes to counter-surveillance? I mean, we see what France is doing. They're kicking it up a notch. They're aware, but it's not. Bo- they know that they need to stay ahead of this. What have we done in terms of uh, listening in? Um, the trouble is we've had an attitude um, that we're just going to collect more and more data. One of, one of the big problems we have at the strategic level is we're looking for a, na- a needle in a haystack, and we think technology is going to save us. But unfortunately, uh, we've actually just made the haystack bigger. By, by collecting all information, it makes us dumber, uh, not smarter. We need to do targeted things. Profiling works. If they're recruiting people in a mosque, you need to be able to surveil the radicals in the mosque. That's the kind of thing the NYPD did. Be smart about where the threat is, where they recruit. Don't think that satellite intercepts are going to save America. Gotcha. Uh, go get the Gorker Briefing. Go to the GorkerBriefing.com. You see uh, the doctor's latest, uh, latest talks, interviews, as well as his opinions. Uh, Dr. Sebastian Gorker, thanks so much. That's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much, Brian.